chance on here. Pulisic picks up the loose ball and he could be in. Christian Pulisic for Chelsea, 1-0! Quick thinking by Alisson, and if Salah could lift it, still Salah, Salah! The Ghost Goal Podcast. Welcome back to the Ghost Goal Podcast. We are in store for quite the epic last day of the Premier League this Sunday. The Manchester clubs have locked up first and second, but after that, we have chaos. Right now, Chelsea sit in third place, Liverpool in fourth on goal difference ahead of Leicester City. The North London teams can't seem to figure out who's going to finish higher as Harry Kane now wants to leave Tottenham, and someone is going to end up in the Europa Conference League. It could even be Leeds United. Welcome back to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro alongside Alex Moss and Javier Arevalo. Chaos is a ladder, gentlemen. We know that from The Dark Knight Rises and Liverpool truly have crimed the chaos uh, between today's episode of the podcast and our episode last week. Um, it's, it's, a, just, it's a good week to be a Liverpool I just want to start things out by saying I called it when I asked you last week if that reschedule of that Man United game to Thursday could be like the secretly best thing to happen to you guys because it just was the springboard for all of the chaos that you've, you're talking about since then. So you guys well, are welcome. Well, I, it, was, I, it was that and them deciding to play football the way they, they're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, you had to, to win the game. I mean, the last, I'm just saying, like, if it, yes. the Man United game had been like a week and a half earlier, maybe United win or draw, and you guys don't have this momentum. So uh, That's fair. it's the beginning of a theme that we'll see with uh, myself and Chelsea, this podcast, that everyone is trying to fuck us. It's complete bullshit. We won't allow it. We won't allow it, but we'll get to that soon enough, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, Chelsea losing in the FA Cup final to Leicester with a, I mean, a peach of a goal we, from, no, we got uh, railroaded. from Tielemans. There was, a, there was a handball. Shouldn't have stood. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I mean, it, it honestly was. It honestly was. It was It was pretty bullshit. Chelsea dominated that game, and then that was like the, the only opportunity, really. Or one of the, no, one of two. And so they lose that game to, they lose that game to Leicester. And then Liverpool beat West Brom. Well, well, that was Saturday. Could, could, yeah, Liverpool beat West let's, Brom, let's, which was this, that's, It's absurd. pretty like monumental that Leicester win the FA Cup and the Premier League within like five years of coming up, right? I think this is the fifth year, isn't it? Their first ever FA Cup as well. Listen, I have nothing against Leicester as a team. Uh, and, and Andrew, have no fear. There is no way we are just going to gloss over an Allison winner in the 94th minute. So, oh, no, no. Don't have to, we're going to get to it. I know we're going to uh, get for, to it. First of all, but first of all right. you don't need to tell me right. that we're going to gloss over me <laughs> no, running saying, around my you, living you room You dragged screaming. us forward to, to West Brom, Liverpool, right. and I, I understand it. But at the same I time, still Javier talk about the is Man right. We game. have to talk about Leicester winning the FA Cup because I have no ill will towards them as a club. They've obviously... You know, we've got a lot of crossover between Chelsea Ka- and Leicester. Casper Schmeichel, Casper Schmeichel played fucking amazing. Like, yeah, he had he like made three a bunch great of saves. Great saves. I take nothing like, away from them. I just like it's another what the hell VAR moment. You guys played pretty well. Like, I w- I say like obviously we on okay. the balance we of play, great. Chelsea deserved to win, but th- this is what happens in the cup final, and 
I think like it's pretty awesome that Leicester have gotten to like have done what Tottenham have been trying to do for like 15 years pretty much. They have done in five, and they've done it like with much less of a springboard. So I think it's it's very well done from them. It's it, it's like worth noting that a lot of their team, you know that that they got pretty lucky that first. They got extremely lucky that first title they won. That everyone else was really bad that season, and they had Golo Conte, Vardy, and Mares. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, you could see it in their first season. That the first season that Leicester came up um, under uh, Pearson. Yeah. That yep. even though they were they were pretty much in the bottom three the entire season, and were able to make like a great escape essentially in the last few games. You could see that the team was much better. Like they played a lot better than what was you know the results they were getting on the pitch and then it's 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 been a steady progression from that point that i i haven't seen in another club other than a club that's had a huge injection of money which honestly lester yeah they had a little bit of help from their owners but it hasn't been that much money from the owner it's really just been really really amazing buys like in golo conte like Riyad great Maris. player sales and like then getting eighty like, million well, for McGuire then, yeah. or whatever then, it was. Yeah, exactly. Getting eighty million for McGuire. And how much did they get for Chilwell? Fifty million. 50, Fifty million for Chilwell. Mares, I mean, they got a bunch of money for Mares. And then and so. then making they got like close to seventy. For and then Mares they they, too. they turn around after selling Golo Conte and buy you know probably still one of the top five center defensive midfielders in the league and in in, in, in Didi, who who had a fantastic game as well in um in this FA Cup, you know the. I, it's impressive. They have a really young team. They didn't have Harvey Barnes, who, honestly, the way that, that Leicester play, Harvey Barnes is probably the most important player in Brendan Rodgers' system in the sense that he gives them the, like a driving force to run forward that Vardy and Ihanacho has kind of taken on that mantle a little bit of like running at players, but he's not nearly as good as Barnes in link up and in at, at doing that. So it's something that's super key to Brendan Rodgers the way he likes to play. And he hasn't had since Harvey Barnes's long-term injury. So for him to still win an FA cup, look, he, he might, they might not win, get top four and they should get a little yeah. bit of slack for that. But honestly for them winning an FA cup and not getting top four, I think is, is fine. Cause I don't think that they're they're still a Champions League level, level team. Like I think they, they I want to see them make like a deep run in Europa or win the Europa League because I think they they're good enough to be that level. So they should try to take that that seriously and make well, that progression the, that way. The depth comes into play. The depth that we talked about when we were previewing that cup final last week. I think you said it, Javier. If Chelsea lost that FA Cup final, you know there was no way we were going to lose this league game that happened yeah, on Tuesday Yeah, which is exactly what happened, yeah. And, you know, like I said, back with the fans, uh, back in the stadium for the first time since, I think, That was December pretty awesome, having the fans back. It was just d- d- like... The way, the way Tuchel the- wants to play, the fans boost that so much, where just the tempo and pace of, like, the game itself and the way we wanted it to be a more up-tempo game to obviously try and get on the front foot and score more goals... The fans, that sounds the, like another German manager in the Premier yeah, no, League. Gee, I wonder who that is. Ex- it's, I mean, it's huge exactly for true. Liverpool it's, as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. huge for Liverpool as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't surprising, but it was still like an interesting watch because, I mean, Leicester didn't really have many chances in either the FA Cup final or the, the league game. Um, but this time in the league with our fans behind us, we managed to bullshit a couple goals after missing a bunch of chances like we have a lot the last couple of games. So by no means do I think Chelsea's problems are are fixed with that league win, but we're at least in like a decent position to control our own fate and just beat Villa this weekend and get top four. So you can't say the same for Leicester. As good of a weekend as it was, Liverpool, you, you have to favor Liverpool now to get in, right? 
Yes. Okay. But hold on. Before we get, I, I, while we're still on the Leicester thing, before we get to Liverpool, shout out Jamie Vardy, first player in history to have played in the FA Cup at, and win at all 13 levels of the competition. Yeah. Wow. Like, like when you think of the history of the FA Cup, of where it is, he has. I don't know if he's won, but he's played in every single round of okay. the FA right. Cup, going back for, going back to his non-league days. For people that don't know, to his time the FA Cup. The reason it's like, I mean, the, I think it's supposed to be the oldest like organized cup competition in the world, but it's also like the biggest, where it's like amateur teams can at least pay to enter at like the very early rounds. And theoretically, I mean, they usually don't, but theoretically, if they win, they could make that make it all the way to the FA Cup final. Now, obviously, those get filtered out early on, but yeah, that's just that 13 rounds just reminds you of the scope of this tournament. And I think it still matters. I was bummed as hell when we lost on Saturday, and I'm sure Leicester fans are, especially the ones that were in the stadium, they're going to have that moment forever because it was like the only mm-hmm. time they got to be in the stadium uh, and they got to see their team win their first FA Cup. So good for them. And happy for Brendan Rodgers as well. Right. He deserves it. I think you can agree with that, yes. Andrew. His his first trophy in the uh, in England as a manager is right. for an English club. Obviously, won uh, tons of trophies at Celtic in the Scottish League, but definitely not the same level. So that's the first time now that Leicester has this. So that that happened, and then they lose to Chelsea. It's the first time all season that Leicester have been outside of the top four. Now, Liverpool have gone on this insane run. They've won four straight. The first time all season they've won four straight. First time they've won three games by, by with scoring multiple goals since the opening three games of the Premier League season for them. Um, all that's in the Premier League. I was tweeting about that at Andrew Passaro, at ASMOS92, at JavierRev9, at Ghost Gold Pod, by the way. They go, first of all, going to Manchester United with Reese Williams. And I said man, I wanted something big. And Alex, you you were like you, both, but even you, Andrew, you were, you didn't think you could go and score four goals. I didn't think they yeah. were. Well, it's not even. Well, first of all, we haven't scored that many goals. I think in a game since probably the Palace win earlier in the season. But to go with those two against an informed Cavani against you know still against especially Bruno after you guys Fernandez. went down 1-0 you, th- you you thought oh man this mm-hmm. this could be like united blitz them and get a couple goals here um and you know it, it, but no they just yeah, it was it put was it on the front foot put it on the front great, foot great great scores even equalizing it tiago had a fantastic game tiago's been excellent for us in the midfield over the last three over the last probably about month and a half he's been very good and down this stretch he's been excellent one of, I think that like, coincides with Fabinho he, also, like actually getting to play in, in midfield. midfield. Yes. And 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 one hundred percent. And also United playing missing Maguire. They had no like yes. that. That absolutely shows that United have a big problem if they want to do anything serious in the coming seasons. That like they can't just rely on Maguire. Like he's he's good. He's not great. Also, like Maguire. Every time not he goes like out a, of the lineup, you can't fall apart on set pieces like they like United did against Liverpool. It was. No, and a shout out Trent Alexander Arnold that assist for the Firmino goal right before, right, be- right walking into halftime. He the the ball he played to Firmino that he put in the back of the net was beautiful. Um, I know there's still talks that Trent might not get called up to the to the England national team for the Euros, which I think would be a shame. I don't really care because it means he gets you know time off. That honestly, he desperately needs, honestly, but oh, yeah, I don't exactly. see how you I can't bring Trent. I don't see how that you was can't definitely bring just Trent. like a buck, like, like tell- a like a bucket stirrer. That article that was definitely just a, a journalist like trying to get people, you know, eyes on the article. It wasn't. Here's the thing, though. It was 
by someone over at the athletic it wasn't really one of those places where it's like the athletic usually pretty good but like just, i just don't get where you get that intel from like gareth southgate's telling a journalist to his face yeah i'm not really thinking of telling taking alexander arnold this uh to this tournament like no he's not he's he's been very good down the I th- stretch. I think it's because he did he, get they didn't they didn't March. call him up to the March games when he was fit. I think right. that's the the, yeah. the the like the reason why everyone's saying that. And I honestly, well, he wasn't. I honestly think he's either. not going to get called up. I, I think that there's just too many right backs, and England have way too much already like attacking talent that they're not going to need more attacking output from their right back they're going to need a lot of defensive output and I think they're going to need a player like Walker a player like um Aaron Wambasaka or um Wambasaka is not getting called Reese James Reese James James, yeah or Reese James uh, it's it's gonna be re well no here it's Reese James Trippier and Kyle Walker are the three guys in front of Trent right now on yeah but if McGuire's at right back actually this is a really good time to plug uh Javier and I are uh, probably going to be doing some uh, Euros previews like we did for the World Cup. We did group by group for the World Cup. We'll probably do like two preview pods, like just breaking down all the groups. Maybe do some uh, Copa America too this summer. So keep yeah, an we'll eye out for We'll probably do those. One, one Copa America pod. And yeah. Then t- and then like just talk about stuff like as it happens in the, both of the tournaments. So uh, yeah, want to mention that because we're going to definitely talk about England a lot more in those. But if Maguire is injured... And, you know, he probably still gets taken to the tournament. Uh, but if he's not like fully fit, that's probably forcing England into a back three where Walker would be a right center back. And then they're playing wing backs. And if they're playing wing backs, then I would not fault uh, uh, Gareth Southgate for picking Trent Alexander-Arnold as the right wing back in the th- a three, five, th- uh, two or whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, there's other right. players that can Even play it well, th- but Trent Alexander-Arnold, if he's got the cover of three players behind him, he can just go forward and, you know, have have some fun. So. Yeah, he's he can 100%. still be, but he's been incredible, that, like so, you said. All right. He's been excellent, and going and and Firmino's found form. He scores two against Manchester United. He scores in the Burnley game. They are playing the best I've seen them play prior to the injury. It, for it's Van almost Dijk. as if like players. I think to some like, extent, like Firmino. I think to some like, extent, even Mane. Mane's playing pretty decently. Like, I think to some extent, Phillips and Reese Williams have kind of really settled into the system like you you had and you they did to some extent they, they've settled into the league they had to deal with bullies in the Burnley game you had to deal with you know West Brom who are no slouches themselves and you deal with Manchester United and they've played well in all of those games um Salah scored scored in the United game he scored in the West Brom game Honestly, yeah, Nat, Nat, shout out Nat Phillips because he was he was monstrous in all of these games and he had he like was man cl- of the match clearances off the Burnley. line goals and for a player who's that young, like playing at center back, it's it's impressive. He's not and that young. Is he? He's not. Is he what? Twenty three. He's like twenty four. He's like twenty. He's twenty four. But for a center back, that's still that's still that's still through. young for a center back because you see center backs really hit their prime at you know twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. You if they can stay fit, that's the age where you know they they get the the enough experience to really grow into a position and grow into the leadership role unless you're like some crazy talent but um i think he he's done it really well and he like leads that back line relatively well um and i was really impressed i don't know if he has a future at liverpool i don't know if he has a future at liverpool. i think he does i think he'll 
I think they're going to go make some big signings and with the three guys that they have coming back, I do think they'll move on from Matip, but I think, I think he's, he's going to have a role as a bench player. I don't think he'll have a role as a starter. I don't think like, I don't think he's someone that you're saying, Oh, we've got Nat Phillips. We're going to compete with Manchester city for a title race. I don't, I don't think with the amount of recruiting Chelsea will do this off season. And especially the amount of recruiting that Manchester United will do this off season. I don't think he's that caliber. I think he's a solid defender at a team like Burnley or like a team like uh like Brighton I I think that's the level for him I think he's certainly more than capable of playing in the Premier League I think he's shown that but I don't think he's um capable of starting week in week out for a team with the ambitions of Liverpool yeah yeah, if you can get like 25 million for him 30 million that would be that would be crazy yeah I take 15 and snap your hand off for it so so but let's get to the West Brom game so West the funny thing about all of these games for Liverpool, both the Manchester United game, the West Brom game, and the Burnley game, the first 15 minutes were absolute shit, and then they sun- suddenly, like, 15 minutes comes along, and they turn it on, and they start playing well. And that happened again w- with West Brom. Robson Kanu scored in the opening 15 minutes, um, and then they they finally start pushing it on and on and on. And yes, you're right, Alex. The There was a goal chalked off for offside for West Brom. That probably should have been a goal. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that I don't just that I didn't understand why that wasn't what well, it was in the 70th minute. Liverpool are pushing and pushing and pushing. West Brom are having a good game at the back. And then the Allison goal. I have been watching soccer on a regular basis since about 2012. I have never in a game that I've watched from start to finish actually see the goalie thing work. Liverpool have been I mean, you, a club since you see it in like bullshit leaks. You see like the highlight right. they show yeah. on like it's like and number exactly. seven it's on ESPN really, really top rare. ten, and it's like oh in Guatemala second division today the goalie comes forward and scores in the ninety second like you don't see it in the second to last game or the third to last game of a Premier League season with Liverpool needing it to stay in the top four race like that that is getting you top four like you understand that, that right goal has. That, 100%. that was insane. Uh, the, Leicester fans have to be absolutely the, like if if we had lost the game to Leicester the other day, I would be completely like I'd be crushed right now. Furious. I still may be crushed in a few days if it, things don't shake out our way. But that goal was absurd. I was sitting by myself watching it and I just went like just holy fuck. Just what no that does like there has to be something, but it was it was incredible. No was, one marked I was him. home for the week. No one. How big is he? I was he? home for the weekend. He's pretty big. Six five, isn't he? He's the biggest guy down there, and no one marks him. He's got a different shirt on than everyone. He stands out like a sore thumb, and you don't mark him. Six three, yeah, Yeah. a big bastard. Um, and the the touch on the head was perfect. Like he he absolutely like he didn't he made it look like he does that all the time. It was a beautiful goal. Someone said this. uh, Someone said this on the um type of moment you'll never forget. You know, Liverpool. That had the same feeling as the Divac Origi goal against Barca Bigger. in the sense that it's oh, like Barca. I thought you were going like, to say the Everton one. No, no, no. Against Barca in the sense that we're doing this like like this was and, and it, it meant so much to Allison. And I was explaining this to like my family and some friends back home. Like the, the guy's dad died drowning in an accident in Brazil. Like this was that was just, you know, one of those. This is why we love sports moments. And um, then, they, you know, they go play Burnley and they looked vintage Liverpool. Yes, Burnley had some chances. Allison did well. But the goal that Firmino scored right before the half was 
you know, the cutbacks, the the wingbacks throwing it down the town the middle, and and someone knowing where to be at the right place at the right time. Like they they've been so fucking awful to watch for stretches of this season. For most of but this, this season. last stretch, yes, for this last stretch, to me, is something to build on. And I know that there's going to be guys who leave, like Wijnaldum's contract's out, and he may end up at PSG or he may end up at Bayern, he may end up in Italy. But uh, you know, for Thiago, for Fabinho, for the for whoever's returning in the front three, and definitely for for Allison and Trent and and Robertson, like this is this is let's yes, this season fucking sucked, but let's finish it on a good note. And you know, right there, they're four goals up on Leicester. I don't think they're going to struggle with Crystal Palace. You know, Arsenal beat Palace pretty handily uh, in the midweek in Roy Hodgson's last game at uh, Yeah, I guarantee you that Um, they're not going to put up any type of fight at all. I mean, this Liverpool side, especially at home with their fans, I think you guys are going to beat them like... have 10,000 fans. I think think you're going to beat them like 5-1 or like... That's that's what the bookies look because I try. You can't get over three and a half goals at plus money. You have we, to take Liverpool and over three and a half goals to get it to plus one hundred five. Arsenal Arsenal won three one and like we scored two goals in the ninetieth minute and then like the ninety fourth minute. So it it like look, the game looked close for a long time, but we honestly had a bunch of chances. They had a couple chances as well, but Liverpool are gonna get so many chances because they they have a bunch of slow players in at the back and in midfield they're like athletic and they can kind of pass pretty well as a team but their press is not very impressive so i think liverpool will will absolutely destroy them and get top four and it's it's a it's it's, it's really a shame hope, for uh, for leicester who have been in top four the entire season until the 37th game of the season like well, don't say it's a shame yet they were i mean they have to play Tottenham this They're weekend, out, yeah. and we yeah. have to play Villa. It's pretty yeah. much down to those two games. I, I I think they'll beat Tottenham. I think they'll beat Tottenham. I think that this Leicester side is good enough, and they'll have recovered enough from that probably slight hangover they had from those double Chelsea games. Um I mean, honestly, it's it's still kind of a quick turnaround, so I don't know if they're they're still going to be a little bit tired from that. And Tottenham are going to be a little bit more fresh, but Tottenham did have kind of like a. a, a I, I don't know if you'd say shock kind loss to Villa because Grealish started again and Grealish did his thing where he was he was very good. Villa were good. They honestly and probably should have beaten Tottenham. Awful. Yeah, they Tottenham probably should have so beaten Tottenham bad. by a lot more. Um, and I think Leicester are going to beat Tottenham this weekend. And Villa Villa are scary, man. Oh, Alex, look at this. Javier's like, dancing around the prediction of picking Chelsea not to get top four. But he doesn't have the balls to actually do it. I don't. I just. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Rather than how, do this I, for the next ten minutes and like walk around in circles. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think Chelsea so too. Are gonna get top four. It's going to be I, tough. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's like one nil, like really, really tight, and we just get a goal and now, you know play really tight the rest of the game. If it's a one nil game, I kind of like. I kind of like Villa. If you're if you're going to tell me it's one nil, I mean, I, I could I, I could point you to a million different one nils that we've won like recently. I mean, I get it. Jack Grealish is back, and he's trying to get himself like solidified in the England team. But last game of the season, they're stuck in mid-table. I, I can't see them caring about this more than we do. And if that happens, and they do care about it more than we do, then we got bigger fucking problems because we control our own destiny. We're in third. We can finish the season in third, and 
yeah, there's no FA Cup, but just get third and turn your focus to the Champions League. It, it, w- it would be a little bit sad if after all this time the entire season we were just like ah maybe West Ham you know Leicester are going to make top four and then in the end it's just going to be City United Chelsea Liverpool which was Alex's I think original prediction of the season I don't I was that yours as well Andrew well I mean I had Liverpool it was winning. it was a it was a few weeks um, back when uh when like West Ham were up in fourth and Leicester were solidly in third I was saying I think it just ends up being Chelsea and Liverpool um, yeah, and, and, I think I agreed with you at the time, and then we drew the Newcastle and Leeds games, and I was like, "This is my, my confidence definitely wavered in you that day." I think it was it was just had to be after the Man United game, like you guys hadn't had a performance like that in a while. It felt like so against like an actually good team. Yes, so, a very long time. A very. But long I mean, time. like West Ham um, getting into Europa League still wouldn't be a bad storyline. It would be cool to see them at that level next year. I think I, think, I said that's I, like I about think, the right level. I think level they're going to get them. it. I think they they play Southampton. I think they're. Def- Definitively in. Hang on. They're not definitively well, Tottenham, in. Tottenham could win, and uh, Tottenham have better goal difference than West Ham. So if West Ham lost and Tottenham won, then Tottenham would get Europa League in sixth place. So And then West Ham would end up... West Ham are playing European football, though. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's like, the, I, I, the overall positive. I think that's confirmed, which is, which is a huge thing for a club that last year was like borderline almost relegated and we were like why did they bring back David Moyes and now here they are and they've won a lot of games they've flirted with everything I think they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pay some money for Jesse Lingard but I don't see how they don't go in and just pay United whatever they want for him um I think United would be happy to move on from I don't expect him to uh to stay there regardless but uh, I mean, Tottenham ending up in the Conference League would be fucking hilarious. I think. Would you want that for Arsenal? <laughs> it would mean you finish above Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, because it means that, yes. Uh, not because. It, it, just because I'd be able oh, to. Oh, there's a better chance Everton finish in seventh than Tottenham. If it, we think it Tottenham would still be more Leicester. games. And because, like, like I said on, on the last pod, because we have a young squad. Because we're probably going to make a lot of, I think we're going to make a lot of like decent mid-level signings. We're probably not going to be with with just cut the conference league, which is not anything like relevant. There's not going to be that many like really high-level players that are want to come to us. We're probably going to have to take gambles on a few players. So with that type of, with those types of players coming in, it's not the worst to have like a kind of a, a league where you can. Whip, whip, whip players up, yeah. Tinker around and and get like fitness on players who need fitness and like we, like no one gives a shit if we do well in that league or not. Which, but I'm sure we, if we were in it, we'll, we'll like well, it for, would be embarrassing them, if you didn't do well in it. How about yeah, that? It would, but yeah. but but that but for that league, it would be great to have Arsenal in its first year. You know, it, it would be like have it would still have eyes on it because of that. I mean, we'd be expected to win it, but people would watch it so. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's that's why I'd want it purely because it's just more games and I don't know. Well, it's it's there for the taking. It is there for the taking. Because I if do want to finish above Tottenham. To yeah, it's, I mean, it's been I, a while. If, you, if Tottenham loses to Leicester and you guys beat Brighton, you will most likely finish seventh because Everton right now have to play Manchester City, and I I know City have been a little suspect at the back of late. But I still expect them to get things done against Everton. Yeah, they're going to want to like round out the season in good form to go into the Chelsea game with confidence. 
It's I think that it's the, it's trophy presentation day at home in front of fans. So I don't I do expect City to to take care of business against Everton, which means Arsenal could finish seventh. Which we we glossed which, over Tottenham which honestly, without which talking honestly, about Harry Kane. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this is well, too much Arsenal be, already. Too much conference well, league, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say one no more thing No one gives about a shit Arsenal. about the final between Arsenal and Zoria Luhansk. No one will is care. That, is, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably going to be like Villarreal. Watch Unai get it in like, and then he fucking is in the final and beats us there, preventing us from getting Europa League next season. Unai no, just haunts us. He's going to win he's Europa gonna, League and get into the Champions League, Javier. Oh, yes, wow. This yes, is We're already getting easy. Alex's hot take right now. Una, you're, you're what is that game? No, no, I don't really think that. I'm just toying with your heart. But I, I, when is that game? Is that next Wednesday? Yeah, I think midweek next week. That would make sense. It's got to be before the Champions League final. I think for us, for how badly we were doing earlier in the season, for how much of a trans, for this is like absolutely a transition year for Arsenal with a young manager to finish out the season strong. Also for Arsenal, the first time to have four straight wins. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. Not happy with the season in any way, shape, or form, but it's like Andrew said, something to build on going into next season. If we can finish above Tottenham, if we can finish in seventh place, and you know, with five straight wins to end the season, it it'll it'll look decent, you know. At, at it'll least look on better paper. than the majority of your season looked. Exactly, which which there was, you know, coming into November and December, we were in like seventeenth, sixteenth place, so. Um, which I just briefly want to make a point about those teams is that everyone who stayed up the season, I think, deserved it. I think Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield were the deserved relegation candidates, and you know, it, it, like it in the end, it's an eleven-point gap right now coming into the last game week. So, you know, there was a huge gap between those teams, and but I think the teams coming up this this next year, I think the two confirmed ones are Watford and Norwich, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I, I think I think they're, they're going to like add more excitement to the league and be more Premier League level quality than these teams were. So I think next year we'll have an even more exciting league and an, like you know more crazy stuff happen. Could you imagine? Oh, let's go back to Tottenham. Wait, could you imagine? I know it's not likely since they're behind in the playoff right now. Could you imagine if Barnsley got to the Premier League and we had yeah, they'd Barnsley get, they'd, they'd and just get Burnley. destroyed? But yeah. <laughs> It would be so many confused people like, wait, there's a Barnsley and a Burnley? Like, what the hell? Who the hell is naming these city or town names? I only want that to happen because Daryl Dyke plays for Barnsley, but I don't he's, think that'll be much. He's only on loan, someone yeah. In the Premier League is gonna, someone's going to snap also, him It's also, it's Daryl DK. They, okay. <laughs> I, too, I just was very that. excited when I saw there was a player called Daryl Dyke, but then I heard the commentators say his name, and I was like, ah. Well, let's speaking of strikers, let's go back to Harry Kane. Um, Harry Kane, well, Harry Kane and Tottenham. Tottenham, like we said, currently sit on seventh. They could, I think that's really the best that they could finish is seventh, based mathematically, or maybe they could get up as much as sixth and they could pass West Ham if West Ham were to lose, although I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, well, if they win and if they win and West Ham lose, they'll be sixth. That's the best they can do. The They could finish a lot lower than that, but the big thing with Spurs is Harry Kane saying, I want to leave, and him saying that there hasn't been an official written uh, transfer request, but there was some form of gentleman's agreement between him and Levy last year. Now, Kane's 28. There's not a lot of clubs that are going to be able to afford the $150 million that Tottenham apparently want for him. I think the figure is going to be like $100 million. I think... I because think because of COVID, to, it, those, those like crazy, like absurd 150, 200 million 
deals. That's not going to happen. And also, players who used to be worth like 50, 60 million in an inflated Neymar market, like that's just not going to be realistic anymore. I think now the the way that after the way that COVID has hit every club around the world, it's not just you know these teams who are, who have who are still trying to battle out in the Super League. Believe it or not, actually, there's a small update on that. Like Real Madrid still hasn't pulled out. Juventus and I think Barcelona are all still in it, and still there's that remains up in the air. There's a bunch of litigation happening, and yeah, I did, I think it's a huge mess right now and. I, I, it's menacing to to say the least that these teams are, um, you know, that scared that that their their slip of on their grip of their of their leagues is happening right now. You know, if you see in Italy, Juventus is in danger of not finishing in the top four. They 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 might not get Champions League after winning the league nine straight years. It's pretty much like unthinkable, and you know the in well, in. in Atalanta plays Milan, and if Atalanta win and Juventus win against Hellas, they're in. So uh, it's really up to whether yeah, or not Atalanta wants to. Milan are playing for their lives too. So yes, yes, but uh, Atalanta apparently are in very good form in Syria, based on what I've read this week. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, Javier. I, I I do agree that financially things are pretty wonky right now. Um, but I think Kane still has the amount of time Kane has left on that contract and the amount of four years like top. Yeah. He's got like four years. He's Tom not going anywhere. To he's sell. not going anywhere. Uh, Le- Le- Levy's going to say to him, listen, dude, like you've been here for pretty much your, your entire career, you know, and you're our club legend. We need you during these next couple of years. We'll, we'll sell you. I just saw an interview that like Harry Kane did with Gary Neville, where he basically says he thinks he's got eight to ten years left in his career. He's twenty-seven. I mean, what? realistically, yeah. I mean, if he really thinks he's yeah, but not at the highest good, level, the guy's no. ankles are made of glass. Exactly. And he's, no, but if he's you're if you're a million times before, yeah. But if you're you know as good as you know someone like an Ibrahimovic, you could play till thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, and and. Still, I mean, win yeah, still win trophies. thirty-two. Still win trophies. Lewandowski's thirty-two, so, and he'll. I think. I think Le- Levy will say to him, "We need here. you for at least two more years. If by tw- your the time you're twenty-nine, you still haven't won anything, we'll 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 let you go." But I think right now they're not gonna they're not gonna let him go. I think they they're more likely to let go someone like Human Son, who, you know, is affordable in this market. They could probably sell him for seventy, seventy-five million. I don't think he you could ask for some exorbitant fee like the Kane one. I don't think there's any club in the world that's going to drop 100, 120 million on Kane, especially after the way that a couple of these last few massive transfers have gone. Think about it. Like Usman Dembele, yeah, he's done pretty decently at Barca this season, but it's been a, a couple of seasons of pains for them. Eden Hazard's been complete trash for two years for Real Madrid. These are these $100 million plus transfers um, happening and you know, a couple of them you have been successful, but one. Coutinho, that's another one. It's a huge one. Yeah, 120 million, been complete bust. So I think teams are not going to pay that amount anymore. They're going to be paying lower fees, especially with COVID. They haven't been getting, you know, all their ticket revenue. So it, it right now it's they had a bunch of teams had to take out loans. Like Arsenal had to take out an 120 million pound loan to keep paying like all their all their bills. Um, apparently that was just paid off. Um, by Kroenke, so that's his putting money into the club, I guess. But yeah, the way that this summer is going to turn out, I think there's going to be a lot of 
buys that are 15, 20, 25 million. And then a few, we'll see a couple teams splash 60 million, 70 million. But I don't think you're going to see players like Erling Holland move. We're not going to see, um, you know, Jaden Sancho well, move. Jaden Sancho is the big one. No, we're not. I we're, think you're going to see Sancho. We're not going to see either of those players move. I, I think it's just, there's, it's just, just, Way too much money that's going to be involved in ass right now, and well, it's a good thing Dortmund there's two tournaments the going on at plus an Olympics, <laughs> so there's plenty yeah. for us to talk about without transfers. Exactly, and, and 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 the thing about it is because there's so many tournaments going on this summer. A, a, a thing to remember is whenever there is a Euro and a World Cup summer, usually there aren't as many transfers in those summers, and if there are, it, they they come really late in the summer. So it's going to be hard to, to, to really speculate on, on anything like that right now. And I think it's going to be a, a mostly quiet summer. There'll be a few big signings, but nothing, nothing like what the papers are going to try to sell to us throughout the summer saying, ah, like Holland's agent has flown to Manchester city and well, Liverpool and Chelsea within the last 24 hours. And 300 million is on the table. Chelsea are willing to pay it. He wasn't going to leave this summer when they once they qualified for Champions League. He wasn't going to leave because of the amount of years he has Messi's, left. Messi's staying. Deal. Messi's not going anywhere. Well, they're they're going to sign Aguero. Fabrizio Romano had that today. That Barcelona's going to yeah, sign. Not Aguero fucking West on, Ham, on Andrew. Would have been cool. I, I told you that. With, like that's just a massive fucking step down from him. He still thinks he's fucking amazing. You could tell after he scored that goal he scored like a week ago. It was like a beautiful like like just vintage Aguero goal like lashes the ball into the goal. He sh- and he just like like puffed up his chest kind of and was just like, "Yeah, I'm still I'm still fucking great. Like I'm fucking he's not Aguero, the striker man. Barcelona need to sign." Did though. he did he feel like, like that after knows? he f- fucked up that Panenka against Chelsea? That was the week after. No, cuz he was, I think he might have been trying to sign for you, but then and he ended up at Barcelona. <laughs> Thank God for that. I'd rather end up at Barcelona too, to be honest. But um, I, so I mean, who knows if they can Harry even Kane pay stays? their players Alex. this time next year? Their pl- club's probably going to go bust, right? Isn't that the deal with Barcelona? They're like yeah, financially Barca's in, in big, ruin. big financial trouble right now. So that's why they're they're going to sell in, shit they're in, to the um, this summer. Litigation also from the government, like people are yeah. suing them because of the money that they were receiving from the government. So the, I mean, it's and it's it's been bullshit all these years. Real Madrid and Barcelona have been getting a bunch of aid. To basically completely outclass the league, and now that they're not getting that, um, they're in big financial trouble. So they were. Uh, Barca's been in trouble for a little while now. Um, so Alex, what do you think? Harry Kane stay or go at Tottenham? I think he goes one of the Manchester clubs. That's what I think too. To be honest with you, the, and, the, and they're including Chelsea in the rumors. But I just fuel. how could Harry Kane? I don't believe that he would even consider signing for Chelsea. And even if he did, he would obviously make Chelsea like a way better team and probably win the league and Champions League. But you know what? Fuck that guy. He's Tottenham. Fuck him. I don't want him and his glass ankles. We probably signed to a big deal and he just turned into yes, shit like so many, do, you like so many other fuck. strikers do. I yes, say we wait. You do. We, we, no, no, no. We you, rely you, on Kai Havertz. If your sugar so, daddy Javier, was like, all right, Javier, I'm going to drop $150 million Javier, for Harry you gotta Kane. You're going to allow me to finish him. here. You gotta allow me to finish here because we no, all know what you're gonna say. You'd accept uh, it, you bitch. I've already told you, Kai Havertz is the future. Kai Havertz at center forward is the future. Yeah, you don't like. Are he you not? Would truth. you not be salivating with like Kai Havertz and like Harry Kane no, no, no. and Pulisic? Screw that. And... Play, play play Havertz centrally. Let him pull defenses apart like we've seen glimpses of so far uh, the second half of the season under Tuchel. 
and let Mount and Pulisic and Ziyech and Werner and so you're happy with Timo Werner you're just you know you're gonna give him a few more years no, I'm telling you Kai Havertz he's the future he's he's the chosen one I agree with if you, If Holland but... becomes available, maybe go get Holland. But I, I don't really think he's going to come to Chelsea anyway because we don't deal with Mino Raiola. Unless he fires Mino Raiola. Yeah, no, I'm just saying in future transfer windows, like Raiola. I would want to sign him, but we never sign Mino Raiola players. So I think that, it's going to take two or three years before we see another like huge 100 million plus transfer happen. I think we'll see... I, but know, I'm just saying that at this point, it wouldn't be Mbappe. impossible to see a little bit more creative accounting. You know, maybe like a huge lump sum up front and then like the rest in installments, something like that. Maybe exchanging well, I think, the player. I think it'll, maybe Manchester City. I think it'll be a player. What's that? Do you think it'll be a player? I think it'll be a player. I, I don't, you I don't you know, know what City I think we'll see, though? I think like, we'll see a lot more, especially in the next you know few years, is players running down their contracts and like... Like, you know, when we were talking about like maybe one of like, yeah, I was going to say we were, when we were saying one of Salah, Mane, I, I, I think all of them, Firmino, I don't think any of them are going to ever are going to be sold. I honestly think if any of those players leave the club, it's going to be they're going to walk like I like because I don't see anybody spending the kind of money that Liverpool would want for any of those players Um in the next couple of years and those players still have a couple of years left on their deal. I honestly think they're going to stay at Liverpool for the, the next couple of years. Um, and then maybe one or two walks. I bet, I bet at least two of them resign. And I mean, you have I to bet, consider that like in, in football transfers for any American fans who maybe aren't as used to this whole prospect, there's the extra level of needing to have three consenting parties. It's not just two clubs agree on a fee and it's a done deal the player themselves for any move loan permanent signing whatever they have to agree to it as well so that that's the factor that comes into it along with the money the money is probably the bigger factor but you're right javier none of the clubs that players like Salah or mane would want to leave liverpool for would be willing to spend the kind of money right now and yeah, unlike so unlike that, players that who are like happen. on their late 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 20s now who right because those you know, deals who, are viewed as like toxic if, they're, or if their best now. years are behind them who knows you know right so I don't think anyone's going to go out and nobody's going to do that anymore. I think it, it, it's it's been a toxic financial environment for the but last few years. We can't underestimate United. Billionaires are going to billionaire Javier. It's true. It's true. There are billionaires. United owners. might just go buy Harry Kane though. You never know. They might just be like we're like the, the Glazers might just be like all right, placate the fans, go sign Harry Kane, whatever it takes. Like that wouldn't be that's what big clubs with upset fans do. Javier, you know you know this. I know this. You go get like a big signing that, you know, makes all the fans just go, ooh, new shiny toy. Wonder what he's going to look like. And that would probably be a pretty good signing for United. You, you don't think they would be in like the title uh, conversation next year with I, Harry Kane? I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they, they've already re-signed Cavani. I think they're going to go with Cavani, Rashford. I think they're gonna, they might try to move on Martial and make like a, a winger signing. But I think well, they I think they're going to uh, go with they did bring Diallo. Yeah, they they have they Diallo. I was going to say they think they're going to go try to give more more game time to Greenwood. I mean Greenwood's Greenwood's the you you, you just play that guy at center forward <laughs> for all of next season. And I agree, but I'm just saying with, from like a fe, uh, an no, owner's I perspective. Like, I, 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 I honestly don't think I honestly don't think Manchester that United that's, have always had a plan. They've done everything perfectly since Sir Alex has left. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about, Javier. They would yeah, they would never just I'm, spend I'm recklessly. This is they, like, they would never do it's that. It's like. It, it probably it probably won't happen, but it could. 
Like these are the things that drive big moves like this to get made, like people in desperate positions and the Glazers with all of like the renewed uh, unrest among their fans. Harry, Harry never Kane's know. not going anywhere. Yeah. If they get any of shiny toy, he's going to be like 80 million or 75 million. And he's going to be from like, send, send Martial back Porto. to Tottenham. Martial goes to Tottenham. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Tottenham don't want that, but I don't know. I can see him doing kind no, of. No, well you know there. who I think they they're, they might go out inside. I think they might go like spend eighty million on like Milinko Savage and just like be like, ah, oh, yeah, Milinko we're gonna play Savage. him. Serge Milinko Savage. It's Milinkovic Savage. Milinkovic Savage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, you've always called him that when we've played FIFA together, and now you're using it on the pod. I'm just like, no, I can't allow that on the pod. You got to get his name right. All right, well, I I agree with Alex, uh, but I'm I'm over the mind that I think Harry Kane ends up at Manchester City, which is just I don't know. That would be that would be very depressing. That would be so depressing. City reached their final form this year playing without a center forward. Do you think they just backtrack on that for Harry Kane? No, but like Harry Kane is the perfect is like the perfect center forward. forward. He could he just drops deep and just like works hard and plays ping balls. I know, but like you you have him and you have like Foden and like De Bruyne to play false nine. Like that's just seamless in their god system. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit scared of that move too. If they went for, they wouldn't have it. to play I Harry Kane. Want it? Forty games in a season, they could no play him continent, like. No one on the continent is going to go in for Kane. No one is. He's not. He's not going to go to Real Madrid, regardless of the money thing. He's boys with Gareth Bale. Okay, he also likes playing golf. He's not going to go to Madrid. It's not going to happen. Madrid aren't going to do that again. And then he's not going to go to Barca. He's not going to go to PSG. Bayern aren't going to spend that money. So unless a billionaire decides to buy out like AC Milan and they decide to really invest and they make top four, he's not going to go to Italy. He's not going to go to France. He's not going to. Yeah. I mean, I don't see Atletico doing as it. You're, as you're talking about it's, it, it starts to just feel like all signs point towards Javier being right. That he probably just stays this year. I, I, re- I really, yeah. I really think so, guys. I really think it's going to be a Mainly quiet for summer. financial I, reasons. I honestly think Wolves... I mean, that meme oh, that oh, meme oh, a of, bit of, of Harry Kane winning his first trophy at 34, and it's like a League Cup with like... He's Leicester like crying on the podium, like, like, I won the League Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's going to be it. I've said if Leicester made top four, I think they should go in for him. I think that'd be a great spot for him. Terry Kane's not leaving what? Tottenham for Leicester. I'm sorry. I know. I know that. Even if I they got top four, he would not do Andrew, that. Andrew, Andrew, you got to stop with these, Andrew. Aguero to West Ham, Harry Kane to Leicester. Like, th- no. and you're the one fucking whining about. No. Oh, I don't want to see Manchester City, Manchester, Manchester United, Chelsea, and Liverpool in the top four again. And I'm coming up with creative yeah, ideas. But it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Once again, and, and, ladies and gentlemen, Javier, the Tottenham fan, he wants Harry Kane to stay at Tottenham. <laughs> he thought they were going to win the league. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be useless as fuck for the rest of his career. Just stay on a shit team and be garbage and never win any trophies. Who wins a trophy first, Arsenal or, or Harry Kane? What do you mean? We won a trophy last season. I'm asking. I'm asking again. Who wins a starting trophy point next? now? You're go. finishing lower than you did last year. <laughs> yeah, a starting point right now. Who wins a trophy Ar- next? Harry Kane or it's Arsenal? Definitely still Arsenal. It's the Conference League. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, best of luck to everybody's teams. Did, this did we say who we all think is going to finish top four, or we're just going to be boring and say Chelsea and Liverpool, or? Um, I'm gonna take Aston Villa to win plus 600. So I, I give me you, Leicester You're and piece Liverpool. Of shit, I never liked you anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
Villa to win, Javier. he can't at least go draw. I feel like that's more likely. If we're um, gonna have a stinker, it's gonna be like a one-one and like. Ugh. Let me get you odds on that. Ooh, guys, you know what I just realized? This is the first game Leeds have fans at home. In the no Premier one League. cares. We're not. We're not prolonging the pod for that. <laughs> no, Alex. You know what? We got to give Leeds their props. They're gonna finish. In we the can top do it in the, the postseason. You know, they like wrap it. up. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's Monday's right. episode. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, the draw is plus 360. I'm going um, Chelsea the, Liverpool. The, I'm going to be boring. Was plus 600 earlier. Yeah, it's probably what it is. I, I'm going Chelsea Liverpool. Um, it as was well. plus 600 earlier. It's now plus 500. And Arsenal to so. finish seventh. All right, there it is. Um, thank you guys for listening. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Ghost Gold Pod at Andrew Passaro at ASMoss92 at Javier Rev9. And until next time, see you.